tired of all the secrets and conniving of everyone just always lying of all these calls and texts for Brian. Instead of picking up the phone when you know that I'm at home, you could have called to say you're sorry all those years I was on the road. Instead of that garbage post where you told everyone you know that you used to be a scumbag and you wish it wasn't so, your hashtag me too was a joke, all just for the status quo. How could you stoop so low, exploit my pain for your ego as if I am not the one who suffered most of what you've done. You never called or tagged me once. It is just like you to run. But I'm not afraid of our past. We're all the kindness that we lack. So wake up, kid, because I am back and I am taking out the trash. So I've got one thing left to ask. What kind of apology is that when you never even ask why it is that I'm mad? Estoy cansada de todos los días para las fantasmas de mi infancia. No sé qué está mal con mi cerebro. Me gustaría estar muerto. Ven conmigo. Ven conmigo. Ven conmigo. Ven conmigo. Ven conmigo. Ven conmigo. Woohoo! All right. Good afternoon and welcome to Chemical World on KDNK. I am Kenna Crampton, also known as DJ Canilo, because I was about to say that. <laughs> and I am joined in studio with the one and only Maggie Seldine, co-host. Yeah, thank you. A.K.A. Muggsy Faye, co-host of Chemical World, founder and director and peer at High Rockies Harm Reduction. Not just a public affairs show at KDNK any longer, but back in my music spot every other Saturday, 11 to yeah. 1. So um, this is exciting because we were talking about what today's episode is about before we got on, and I was like not 100% sure if you couldn't tell. But it all <laughs> is great because it's really tying back to music. Yeah. Um, and I could go off about how I think music is the greatest invention of mankind and frequency and tonality and the beautiful, magical mystery tour of it all. But instead, I'll just say um, that it's so cool to ha be bringing Chemical World kind of more into that mesh of where mental health, substance use, and music and art aligns because mm -hmm. that's kind of the core of, I don't know, like our society, especially here in Carbondale, we're yeah. an arts town. We have a lot of mental health issues, right? And there's something about music and art. I just shared a Virginia Woolf quote. How many times has someone used a pen or paintbrush because they couldn't pull oh, the trigger? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, excited to talk about the many ways that um, our music, mental health, and art all align. But very excited to be back doing music shows on KDNK every other Saturday. So I do FCC free, mostly rock and roll, some rap, but just kind of wild music with a lot of swear words and stuff you <laughs> might not hear other places, but also just whatever I feel like rocking out too. So I'll be back on the air in the studio this Sunday, May 13th from 11 to 1. And I'm also going to be over at Beerworks playing some more of my live music. You guys just heard, of course, our theme song. Song, chemical world and then the um fourth and final parenthetical question mark verse of um uh, a little ditty i've been working on recently called la Llorona. and so i'll be playing more live tunes at Beerworks this saturday may 13th from five to seven kind of closing out dandelion days on main street and i just want to be clear because you accidentally said sunday the 13th did i Sorry, when, you, when you were talking about your radio show so the radio show and the music show are both going to be on saturday um, may 13th the, sh the music 
performed by Muggsy Faye will be at from 5 to 7 at Beerworks, and her radio show will be from 11 to 1 on Saturday. Can you just follow me around translating <laughs> everything I say to everyone in my life? Thank you. I've completely lost concept of times and days. And technically, it, it, <laughs> technically it is, my it music show is Sunday, May 13th, because <laughs> it's 11 to 1. So thanks. I hope to see y'all out there. Thank yeah. you, Kenna. Yeah, yeah. And um, it is, it's so cool. And that's one thing that's so great about Katie and Kay, and it kind of happened in our last uh, Chemical World show since it was during the membership drive, which obviously I want to just, well, not obviously, but I want to say a big thank you to all of our members. Woo-hoo! I hope it's obvious that I really appreciate all of the support that we get here at Katie and Kay, but um, that that is such an important part of Katie and Kay as Yap that like this is so important for your mental health. And um, I have been I heard something recently that just doing some 10 minutes a day of something artistic, either consuming art or making something artistic, even if it's cooking or whatever, it really improves your mental health. And I and they were saying, you know, because as primitive people, everything that we did was art, you know, whether it was creating the bowls that we eat out of or Mm. whatever, you know, making our clothes, whatever it was, it all had tied into art and, you know, dancing and music. It's all, it's so primal. Well, and we're so lucky here in Carbondale, I mean, and and way more than we had growing up. I mean, we were really lucky to have, you know, schools like Waldorf and um, Montessori and Carbondale Community and Yampa and Bridges and even the public schools here, I think we're we're excellent. Totally, totally. Um, But, you know, now we have the Carbondale Play Center, we have aerial acrobatics Mm -hmm. at Launchpad, we have um, so many opportunities, Katie and Kay, of course, Asia, so many, uh, the uh, Thunder River Theater Company, so many Soul, yeah. um, amazing yeah, ways for, I mean, the, what the Third Street Center is now, you know, people to get involved in art and community. And this may really turn some people off when I say it this way. And this may really resonate with some people in a way they've never heard it. And that's why I share it, because I've kind of come to the conclusion that um, having a higher power has been a huge part of self-actualization and for me just like grounding and like finding a center in this universe and like being able to cope with my mental health challenges and when I say a higher power like for me that's nature that's the river Mm -hmm. that's the grass that grows in the ground I love to garden and to collect herbs and flowers and you know just connect with nature be out in the wilderness throw my phone in the creek and get up into the you know no cell service areas but I mean, really what I was saying earlier, too, like there's something about the frequency of music. It does. Mm-hmm. It changes us. And I think people who struggle. OK, if, if the higher power thing didn't turn you off, me, me talking about like the woo woo stuff about frequency totally well. But what's fascinating <laughs> is everything I'm talking about is science, frequency, yeah. music waves, air waves, mm-hmm. grass. Like this is all science. And just because we can explain it doesn't make it any less magical. But, you know, yeah. I've said it before, like some people describe being here in the studio as being at church. And totally. so whether that higher power frequency you is music or the river like these are things greater than ourselves that can connect us I'm not talking about monotheism or anything like that or guilt or moralism I'm just talking about finding things that ground you and make you feel good in this world and connected to something higher than yourself which let me say it this way if you don't believe that there's something like bigger than you out there like your one body and your town wherever you live is bigger than you yeah and the government is huge so i'm not it's not always a good thing but like there are things bigger than me out there for sure yeah yeah and it's always good to remind yourself of that but then also remember that you're connected to everything that's bigger out there you know like the 
grass that's growing, you know, something died and may helped, you know, create that. And it's all a cycle, you know. Yeah. So speaking of that cycle, that um, is a perfect segue for my dark humor mind <laughs> into, um, you know, I wanted to talk about today's Monday, May 8th and tomorrow. And we're actually, it's a weird situation. We are recording on Monday, May 8th, but we're in the studio a little early, so we're not yeah. live today. <laughs> Um, but tomorrow, Monday, uh, Tuesday, I need to stop just using the days of the week. <laughs> May 9th is Fentanyl Awareness Day. And so there are some exciting events happening across the state this week uh, to create awareness about that. I want to remind everyone that to learn more about any of the work I do with substances, you can visit HighRockiesHarmReduction.com. The best way to get free Narcan and fentanyl test strips in the Roaring Fork Valley right now would be to go there and find our order form and service schedule on the service schedule tab. We will be returning to Basalt this month. So we will be in Basalt at Mid-Valley Family Practice from 12 to 2 on Thursday, May 18th, and in Carbondale at the Meeting Place from 4 to 6 p.m. Thursday, May 18th. Right now we're holding third Thursday scheduling for those two locations, but our schedule um, and our events and our order form are always up there at highrockieshomereduction.com, and we're working to streamline the process to access Narcan for the general population here in our rural communities. But just know we are expanding our service operations this month. And then this week, I'll kind of be out and about. This may not be relevant to you guys, but you might catch me on, on the tube. I feel like that sounds so old school. Um <laughs> Because probably they don't make them with tubes anymore. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, don't know. so on TV, I, I wish I could tell you more about this. But tomorrow for Fentanyl Awareness Day, I will be at Mission Ballroom in Denver at 10 a.m. training the staff of AEG, which is the company that owns Mission Ballroom, Ogden Theater, Bluebird Theater, and many of the major mm. music venues in oh, Denver. Okay. And so going back to that connection with yeah. mental health and music, you know, uh, we are seeing a lot of death and increasing overdose rates, particularly among younger people and concert goers. And I think, you know, I'm really trying to shift our dialogue. I've always said, you know, everyone is affected by this issue, but people under 40 in Colorado, um, high school students, college students, people who attend concerts are service industry workers and our resort workers. These are cultures that have historically been inundated with drug use of all kinds. Mm -hmm. And now, which... This has been true throughout history, but I guess you could say arguably now more than ever, folks who use drugs like cocaine, methamphetamine, molly, ecstasy, molly, ecstasy MDMA, kind of all part of the same family of drugs there, any pressed pills, any pill you get off the street or online could be contaminated with fentanyl, with xylazine, or a number of other things, yeah. regardless of what it is, if you see someone who is unresponsive in your home or your community, the first aid response is always the same. Call 911 and give them Narcan. And I don't care who you are, where you are, I've done it, and it is way worse to watch someone die in front of you than any possible outcome that could happen to you because of calling 911. <laughs> Here in the Roaring Fork Valley, you are very much safe to call 911, and if you do get harassed or ticketed for calling 911 in response to an overdose, please contact me, Maggie, at HighRockiesHarmReduction.com. We will fight that ticket. But please, you know, if you see somebody in any situation, and a reminder, you can always attend my First Friday Zoom trainings. You can register on Facebook or HighRockiesHarmReduction.com. Every First Friday at noon, I host a Narcan training for free to the general public where we talk about all this. But so 
tomorrow, <laughs> circling back, yeah. I will be talking about all of this on TV as part of this media circus with AEG Entertainment. And I'm really excited about this because, yeah, concert goers, I mean, the music industry, we've seen it in icons uh, across Mm -hmm. decades across centuries right yeah, totally. so i'm super super excited to yeah be doing that in denver tomorrow yeah oh cool how cool and um i just am gonna if you're just tuning in this is katie and k you're tuned in to chemical world i am kenna crampton joined in studio with maggie Seldine, also known as mugsy Fay. i wanted to say mugsy Fay, and that, whatever it doesn't matter um and uh it's so cool because, it, you know, I mean, I think music obviously goes hand in hand with drug culture. I think that like, you know, obviously like Bonnaroo and like that kind of stuff. That's yeah. Um, anyway, festivals, festivals. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, that is a festival, right? Um, that uh, it's, <laughs> um, you know, it's just a part of the culture. So but what, what I would like to just highlight again is that music is very primal. And mm -hmm. again, drugs are also kind of primal. We always want to feel better when you're feeling bad. The immediate response is to want to start to feel better. And so the moment people could start taking substances to feel better, they did. And so it's not a new thing. What's new is these chemicals that are so strong that we don't, um, that our bodies aren't used to. So be careful out there. Call 911 and use Narcan. Yeah, and I, I love that you said that because, yeah, drug use is very primal and we've used drugs, particularly hallucinogens, for a variety of benefits, uh -huh. um, such as increasing vision or the ability to stay very still for a long time with like disassociative plant medicine and things like this that were used in tribal cultures. And it's really, it's more that, you know, using it to feel better when you feel bad that and like our culture's dependence on that mentality mm -hmm. and the silver bullet culture and just, you know... And that's really when the problem starts. I get really annoyed. And I guess I don't hear this a lot anymore. But when people use the Like, I'm just annoyed by the term new age. New age healing, right? Oh, because, uh, like, everything. So it's so old. <laughs> yeah, because all of those things that you're referring to are actually things we've been doing for thousands of years. And the new age healing are the pills and the opioids and the surgeries. You mm -hmm. know, like, that's all, like, very new. Um, and that's not to say that there aren't benefits to that. And I was just talking the other day about the, the, the problem is when there's no intersectionality this is the general problem in the world right mm -hmm. is when none of us when we're not willing to see the other side and integrate it into what we do because we're all conditioned into our cultural beliefs you know like i was raised super liberal i can't really escape that unfortunately you know yeah, um, unfortunately uh and but you know i give consideration to that my beliefs are a product of the environment that i was raised in and the family that i come from and my cultural history and that's the same for everyone right so it's like nobody wants to think the way that they do necessarily but we all get to defensive when our thoughts and beliefs and values are attacked totally. um, and so it's about like yeah not attacking each other's values but also being willing to integrate being open to integrating new knowledge right and yeah. that like and I think it's just hard because we're all like burnt out AF for so many things right yeah. like I don't know I always say there's a lot to do and a lot to undo yeah, but it is, uh, you know, really exciting to see just this shift in in conversation and how we're talking about this and seeing things like Narcan getting out there more and more. And so I'm really excited. It's summer's right around the corner. I'm, I got more shows planned. I got more trainings planned. Um, and just to be out there, you know, do, doing the integrating this with the community more and the mm -hmm. community that's really affected by it by being out there at shows, by being out there at these parties and these festivals. So and reminding people that it is. 
natural and primal to want to take drugs. And that, yeah, it is, it is um, a way also to connect to the earth, you know, especially when it comes to like psilocybin and stuff. It is a, a way that people use to connect to back to the earth and back to that higher power that you were talking about. And one thing that I just went on one more note on that, that I get so frustrated when people say like, well, it's just how we've always done it. And especially when it's things that like apply to like cars or like some like things that were are post industrial revolution. And it's like, no, we have only been doing these things for a very short amount of time. The way that we did things a long time ago is way different. Let's get back to that. You know, like, can we find a balance of like, there are really great things about technology and about things that like since the industrial revolution that are really awesome. But there are also a lot of dangers that we have to, we need to find that balance, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, it's a, it's such a silly thing to say this is the way we've always j- done things because A, yeah, no, and B, <laughs> well, it's not working. Yeah, so so, so wait, like, can't we try something different? Of thousands <laughs> of people are dying or in incarceration for nonviolent crimes, right? Like not yeah. being rehabilitated, wasting taxpayer dollars to just perpetuate racism and classism in our yeah. country. Okay, maybe I'm going a little off the rails, but I will say that... Uh, um, you know, our country is a pretty young country on the global scale, but it has a very old constitution by comparison. Most countries do change their constitutions. This is the way we've always been doing things. Is it, excuse me, terrible excuse or because like, someone's telling me to do it. And that's where I really have to check myself. Mm-hmm. If somebody if I'm just doing something because I'm being told to do it by the state, that's an awful reason because that's how some things get out of control sometimes. If yeah. We don't question what we're doing and what's going on. And yeah, it's true that we can't necessarily always be held accountable for the system but i mean it's up to us to change that system it's it's in the constitution that we do need to fight back and and when we see injustices happening or Mm -hmm. atrocities like the holocaust will continue to occur if we continue to say this is just how we've done it or i'm just doing what my boss told me to do without questioning like wait but why am i doing this is this for the benefit of the greater good and if it feels wrong it probably is yeah and you know we need to check ourselves and readdress and yeah new technologies come out right and Mm -hmm. so we have to adapt like we're not you know, running off lanterns and horse and buggies. Anymore. I mean, some of us are. We totally, okay, we are. But again, it's the integration of both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, times change and, and we need to be willing to change with them. But we also like, you know, it's, 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 I don't have all the answers, right? We should try to retain some what? of our culture. That's, and, that's what we're okay, here. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I have other events to talk about. So yeah, also yeah. Wednesday, May 10th, I'm also going to be in Silverthorne. We're doing a big Fentanyl Awareness Day um, at the Theater Silco in Silverthorne, uh, you know, right over there by the pad by Rambo Park when you're pretty close mm-hmm. to, when you get off the interstate there in Silverthorne. Um, it's from four to seven. It'll be a resource right. fair. So again, always free Narcan wherever I go. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I'm at a concert or on the streets, you can yeah. feel free to ask me. I do prefer Muggsy, but you can call me any name, any pronoun. <laughs> I really do not care. Um, trying to bridge that gap between professional and personal because we all we all are people too yes (laughs) um that's all that it comes down to yeah so excited for that event wednesday night um and just excited to hopefully have some more stuff going on across the region and some volunteer training opportunities and things and um yeah just excited to get out there and promote more narcan among our Every folks, all folks, everywhere this yeah. summer. Yeah, I think it's great, and I, um, it's just a another tool in your toolbox, mm-hmm. as my therapist would say. No, <laughs> um, but 
that's really cool that there's so many more places opening up throughout the state and just it feels like there is a bit of a shift in the way people think about addiction and um it's you know it's it's such a like forward face uh forward thinking way of thinking about addiction but i think it's really coming around and people are really starting to understand the more and more they're exposed to people who in their lives who have, who are addicted to something that it really humanizes people and humanizes us that like we're all just humans like you just said and we just all need love and we all need support and we all need community and that's one thing that i just keep realizing with myself is like i'm just constantly trying to connect with people because it just feels better yeah and that's it's uh it can be a hard tug of war because i've been thinking about that a lot myself too and that is like they say the opposite of addiction addiction is a disease of isolation and clearly the opposite of isolation is connection and that's like the number one thing i hear from people is we need positive opportunities to engage in the community we need positive social supports and it's cool too to just see you know more opportunities and more conversations around um that, that aren't revolving around alcohol. Like at Five Points Film Festival, I keep bragging about how ASIAP had the like six mocktail yeah. options and my friend brought me a Shirley Temple. I was like, what? <laughs> you br- not only knew my favorite drink, but they had it? Like that was amazing. And then there is a show on Hulu that I've been watching called Single Drunk Female that I really resonate with as far as mm. this woman's um, experiences trying not to drink in a society that doesn't really like like everybody wants alcoholics to get better but not if it means they have to look at their own yeah. addiction patterns which often aren't drugs and alcohol like I was talking about how I'll do a puzzle for eight hours until mm-hmm. I can't see straight and yeah. like or my back hurts and it's like that's what alcohol does to you you know it's like makes you like blind and in pain totally so it's it can be anything it's just how we all need yeah like supports and tools for coping with mm-hmm. the very real mental health stressors that will arise in this chaotic life we live in. Yeah, totally. And um oops, no, I forgot what I was going to say. But um yeah, I I just think always um uh, and we had just kind of talked about this before we got on the mics just about how, you know, even if you're trying to reach out to someone and they're not getting back to you, it's okay to just keep badgering them, you know? And I think like I, I, I'm not badgering them. That's such not the right word that checking I wanted to in. say. But just keep checking in, you know. And like sometimes, just the reminder that, like, hey, I know you haven't gotten back to me, but I'm still thinking about you. And I, st- it's okay that you haven't gotten back to me. I just want to let you know I'm still thinking about you. That kind of stuff really makes a big difference in a lot of people's lives. I think that, you know, when you, there's that text message that goes unanswered, then it gets to be two days and then three days, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, they're just mad at me, so I might as well just not even respond now. Mm-hmm. That that's not true, and yeah. it's always okay. Like even if like to like one thing that I've started learning is like if it's been a month, I'm gonna be like, hey, I know it's been a while, but I just wanted to let you know I I did get your message, and let's get together, you know, because. It, you know, that's what people just want to hear from somebody. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people struggle with reaching out because they don't know how to support or how to be there. But mm-hmm. it's like just being there. Yeah. That's 
all people need. And yeah, we were talking about how, and I think about this so much with working with teens, like we were really hard teens. And it's mm-hmm. like, I try to put myself in that mindset of what would help because it feels like nothing. Yeah. But I was thinking about this when we were having this conversation earlier, that that's not true. I actually had people who said things to me that when I was a teenager that did resonate. And so mm-hmm. I still say them to everyone all the time. My yeah. favorite being, you never have to decide what you want to be when you grow up because you can be lots of things. Though I don't know that I would recommend my model of like a different career every year or two, but it's been interesting. (laughs) And, you know, that just suits my mental health needs a little bit better than what might work for somebody else. But you can get through just, yeah, by being somebody who develops trust by showing up, you know, and it doesn't take a lot. It takes a lot less, I think, than people think it does. It does. And it is. It's just that one text that just says, hey, love you. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, hope you're having a great day. And and with kids, with teenagers, I think that it's really easy to get discouraged with their attitude and with them just pretty much being like, "I don't need you," because that's the first time in their lives that they really feel like they've figured things out, and so they do feel like they don't need you. But they do. We all need people. When you're 70 years old, you still need people. You know, you still need help. You still need support. So, I think with teenagers, it's really easy to get discouraged. And I, my advice always would just be to just keep reaching out. Yeah, and we live in a very individualistic culture where I think we all have a hard time. We all want to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and take care of ourselves. But you know what? That's not realistic. That's not how human beings work. And whoever told us this is just trying to squeeze every dime out of us that they can. <laughs> um, Oh, I could go off into another TED Talk there. So I will just say that, again, to sign up for my uh, Zoom Narcan trainings, to find out about our services, to get free Narcan and fentanyl test strips or any of the events that I do across the state, check out HighRockiesHarmReduction.com. Follow HighRockiesHarmReduction.com at High Rockies Harm Reduction on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can also follow at Muggsy Fay on Facebook and Instagram for my music stuff and YouTube and at Chemical World Katie and K on all those other platforms too, I'm sure, as well as KDNK Community Access Radio itself. Follow all the things if you so desire to learn more, hear more cool music, more local news, more about what's happening in the worlds of drug use in the Roaring Fork Valley in Colorado, and folk punk rock music too. (laughs) Awesome. Yes. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting Katie and Kay and Chemical World. Uh, tune in to Chemical World every second Monday of the month. Our next show will be on June 12th at 4.30 p.m. For past episodes, you can go to katieandkay.org or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you very much. And remember, you don't have to be sober to keep your community clean. Yay!